At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. slate of football this is the pro football blitz on visa the sports betting network We welcome you back in. It's the final hour of the Pro Football Blitz here from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. He is the former NFL wide receiver, Mike Pritchard. I'm Ben Wilson. Lines are a moving and a changing as we sit right now. The final four is set for the conference championship games in both the NFC and the AFC. We have our full early previews with the lines now being set. Also give some early thoughts on which sort of player props we might be targeting once those numbers get posted, usually on Wednesdays of the of the week with both games taking place on Sunday. Also do our final post-mortem of the divisional round losers. We'll take a look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. What's next for the Jags later on this hour? Mike, the game with the most early movement, though, and it's the game that had its line posted the most recent since it was the late game with San mm-hmm. Francisco beating Dallas. It's the 49ers and the Eagles who will kick off the championship weekend. It's a week from today, 3 p.m. Eastern kick from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Majority of books opening the line Philadelphia minus one and a half at home against San Francisco. And after the game opened about, it's been less than an hour. It's been, it's been right at about 60 minutes since the game opened. It has been all Philadelphia Eagles in the market. Every book on my odd screen has gone to Eagles minus two and a half. And in fact, at a couple shops, including BetMGM, at Circa, where we are, Circa, very respected book, taking a lot of sharp action. Both of those books have gone to Philadelphia, minus 2.5, minus 115. So it's even trending higher. I know one book on the East Coast has, has gone to the same route. I would have, You would have told me this game could have potentially gotten to Eagles 3. I would have told you, you are insane. There is no <laughs> way the books would make it that high. Yet, 
We're trending in that direction from the mm-hmm. first hour of the market being open. You know, is this a, a quarterback influence? I mean, because you think about Brock Purdy and how he looked against the Cowboys. Um, now you're going to go on a road uh, in a tough, tough environment on that stage. Uh, is this going to be too big for him? Did people see any cracks with Brock Purdy, you know? Uh, and then you see Jalen Hurts, who's healthy, uh, who's not going to play like Dak. Okay, what is that game going to be like for the 49ers? I mean, the 49ers held Cowboys to two field goals in the second half. I mean, it's, they're still in lockstep with the dominance that they've, uh, um, you know, illustrated throughout the whole year uh, in terms of the second half and what they can do and what they can adjust to and, and how they make things difficult. So, I, man, I, don't, I, don't, I can't explain the line move right now. Um, I don't know if there's an injury, a key injury from the 49ers we don't know about yet or somebody got banged up. I don't think so. Uh, but no, I, I can't explain uh, that kind of line move right now. The only injury was Charles Amenahu, a, a rotation defensive end. Yeah. He left the game early with an oblique, and he had been banged up. He'd been on the injury report each of the past few weeks for San Francisco. Uh, Christian McCaffrey officially being ruled as probable with a calf injury, but that, he's, oh, he's, he's going to play. Right. Uh, that, that does not really count. You know what this is to me, Mike? What did we just see in the divisional round from the market? complete overreaction mm-hmm. to the prior week's results right. from the from the teams that advanced Cincinnati was very unimpressive was by all accounts lucky to win the game against mm-hmm. Baltimore needed a 98 yard fumble return touchdown to win that game by seven against a banged up backup quarterback in Baltimore and Tyler Huntley market in addition to that with the injuries to the offensive line market went all the way to Buffalo that line opened four which to me was a fair the right number moved all the way to five and a half or six and we, we overrated the struggling performance of Cincinnati the previous week and the offensive line issues. What, what else happened this week? Dallas Cowboys looked awesome on Monday night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They looked like world beaters. You know, San Francisco was coming off a bye. We didn't, not a bye, but they, you know, they had a, a pretty, you know, all things considered, a comfortable win, but didn't look, you know, like this is a team that came in, didn't have to light the world on fire. They trailed at the half against Seattle, pulled away in the second half, but it wasn't just an evisceration from start to finish. Mm-hmm. To me, that I would have made the number Niners minus six, but instead, everybody talked themselves into Dallas this week. Line ends up only three and a half or four. So it's a classic case, Mike, where you get a little bit of overreaction, even though the season-long numbers and data is really robust and full. And as betters, we tend to remember what we just saw last. Betters just saw uh, the Eagles absolutely destroy the Giants from start to finish. And Brock Purdy is a rookie quarterback struggle for the first time for San Francisco. And that, to me, explains the move in a nutshell. But even if you go the power rankings route, you have the 49ers power ranked higher than the yeah, Eagles. I do. But yet the line's moving towards the Eagles. So the, and this, with you assume, a one-and-a-half-point home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Market, market said that they power-rated both teams even on a neutral field, which, look, that, that's, that to me, that's fair. Mm-hmm. If you want to make that adjustment – opening at Philadelphia minus one and a half with a one and a half point home field advantage. This is now saying at two and a half that Eagles are a point better on a neutral. To me, that, that's just blatantly wrong. I don't well, agree with or it. Or is it the quarterback influence, though, like uh, the Jalen Hurts, because uh, he at one point was the MVP candidate before the injury. And what we saw of Jalen Hurts and what we saw of that Eagles, I mean, it, re- it returned to that undefeated Eagles football team that might have been power ranked at one point uh, as the best team uh, in the National Football League. And at BetMGM, one book just went to Eagles minus two and a half, minus 120. <laughs> All right, this thing gets the three. I'm, I'm going to have to ask you to hold me back, Rick. Okay. Hold me back. 
Well, I mean, because uh, I'm not a power ranking guy, and like, because I think it ebbs yeah. and flows, right? But I, I don't know if the market is trying to indicate anything. Hands down, in the football world, the 49ers have the best roster in the National Football League. The quarterback is a difference, though. And mm-hmm. can Kyle continue to manage Brock Purdy to keep, can he still protect him? Because Dallas, they had one drive and they got it done. Ten plays, seven of them were running plays. Yeah. Uh, and so Brock Purdy didn't have to go out there and be um, what we thought Dak needed to be in this game. But against the Eagles, maybe he might have to be. Well, think about the difference, though, in the, in the matchup. Dallas, the fourth-best rush defense team in the NFL. With, mm-hmm. They finished the year fourth in rush defense, fourth in pass defense right. on an EPA per play basis. Philadelphia is similarly elite in pass defense. Mm-hmm. It's the best pass defense on the season. But we're 23rd defending the run. And after San Francisco was, was bludgeoned with the pass rush up the middle and Brock Purdy looked really uncomfortable, to me the ground game becomes even more of a focal point, and that's the weakness of Philadelphia. Yeah, right. That, to me, is, is the biggest edge on either side of the ball, and it's on the San Francisco side. Well, and I love the fact that the 49ers, what we saw tonight, was them get to their basic, their core place, uh, and that's what helped them on that drive. Whether it was inside zone, whether it was wide zone, um, they, they didn't do anything outside the box. They did everything inside the box, everything that they worked on all year long. They just did it better. Uh, they, they dominated up front. Uh, and if you're able to do that against the Eagles D-line, which the Eagles D-line is really, really, really good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, let the chess match begin. I mean, obviously, from a power ranking standpoint, it doesn't make any sense, right, that the, the line is moving towards the Eagles here. Again, recency bias, though, and, and right. health for Jalen Hurts is the huge part of this. As much as Hurts is healthy, there were also some mistakes made by the market in, in overvaluating teams based off great performances against weak opponents. New York Giants were heavily overvalued after beating up on a bad, fraudulent Minnesota defense that numbers said was not good all season. Mm-hmm. They were exposed by Philadelphia. The Giants right. were last night. Philadelphia just slices and dices a New York Giant defense that was awful. Worst, worst rush defense in the league, Mike. Mm-hmm. Now you take on a San Francisco defense that is top two against both the run and the pass. Even if Jalen Hurts is fully 100% healthy, how can you expect that, that transition to be so natural and easy from a bad Giants defense now to arguably the best defense in the game? Mm-hmm. That's, what, yeah. that's the thing I don't see on the Philadelphia offensive side. It's not, to me, this is not just a, well, Hurts is healthy, so they're moving the ball. That's, that's not how it plays out to me at yeah, all. Yeah, no, I mean, other factors, too. I mean, we saw Dallas wear down. You know, Dallas played on Monday night. You know, now you're going to have both teams rested. And so if San Francisco Equal. struggled against Dallas, I, I, yeah, I don't want to do that, right? Extra day yeah. of rest. But you, I know you came on the numbers game with Gil Alexander and said, rest at this point. Yeah. Is it really, a, really worth a move to the number? No, to me, it's more about preparation. And both these teams are going to have preparation. If anything, the Eagles are going to start on preparation already because the game for San Francisco just ended. But, no, it's going to be equal. I I don't want to go down that road, though, because that's when everything kind of gets muddled up (laughs) Uh, if you're trying to decide a a, a wager on a game. So I'm not going to do all that. I'm not a power-ranking guy, so I can't speak for Mm -hmm. where the market's taking this thing right now. But it does seem like uh, there's there's an opportunity. Uh, if you like the 49ers, though. I've said this is, a te- this is an obvious <laughs> teaser leg to me. Tease sure. it up through three and seven. If it's three, it's play on San Francisco. I will be using San Francisco if, for those of you who are involved in playoff survivor. 
It's a really interesting mental exercise. I've used Cincinnati and Philadelphia okay. so far. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm screwed. If, uh, if Cincinnati wins <laughs> this week, I'm, I mean, I'm, a limit, I'm done. Yeah. Or Philadelphia wins this week. So, mm -hmm. I, I would be going with San Francisco. On the total, it opened 45 and a half. Mm -hmm. Not much movement so far. A couple books have gone down to 45. Profiles is an under game to me, Mike. It kind of feels like if you like San Francisco, you believe this to be an under because you believe San Francisco's defense is able to contain Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia and that they play a close-to-the-vest conservative offensive game to, to minimize the issues of their own quarterback in Brock Purdy. 45-and-a-half uh, would feel like a logical under. How do you see it? Well... I know you just said I don't want to play any more unders. Yeah, I don't want to play any more unders because <laughs> I don't want to... Yeah. I'm not going to make it. Right, okay. You what know would what? you do here? This one's interesting. I mean... The other one was an opportunity because at 47 and then uh, just looking at the profile of the game, that's why I played the under. Um, and this game, though, even with the 49ers now at 12 games, and I'm going to go one, one score, even though Dallas kicked two field goals. Uh, that's still one possession, essentially, right? So I'm going to give the 49ers the benefit of the doubt. That's 12 games in which they held their opponent to one score in the second half. I mean, I know that NFC is top-heavy. These are the two teams. It's, it's the SEC. It's Georgia, Alabama, right? That's what these two teams are in the NFC. So I, I don't know how you get beyond that. I mean, outside of home field advantage and maybe an advantage at a quarterback situation too. If you were to make me bet something right now, you could, you could buy San Francisco up to plus three at minus 125. Yeah. I'll, I'll, if we, I'm going to wait. Yeah, I'm staying away from so the early. total right now, though. Uh, yeah, total feels about right to me. I would lean under. Not a, one, not a bet I would want to make at least right now. 45 or 45 and a half on the total. How about Bengals Chiefs? One massive injury situation to watch. We'll examine the early line movement there when we return to the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That is Z-Y-N.com today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back on the Pro Football Blitz with Mike Pritchard. I'm Ben Wilson. Uh, you know, we can now transition from NFL betting to, you know, my favorite uh, two-week event, the Australian Open. So right. That's where my, that's where my <laughs> mind immediately goes. <laughs> okay. Cashed a ticket with Arena Sabalenka earlier nice. today. Against, that was a weird feeling. I'm sweating out the Niners on that two-team money line parlay with Arena Sabalenka playing tennis uh, like 15 hours later mm-hmm. tomorrow right. in Melbourne. Right. Like I'm sweating a tennis match and an NFL game simultaneously. And that you is were a trying unique to feeling. And I was trying to middle. And you're trying to I didn't middle. middle, sadly. What are you going to do? But Sabalenka to win Q4 at a nice plus money price. She was one match away. Okay. So anyway, there's that. Okay. We're not, don't worry. We're not going to do the next. Wasteful when you talk about tennis. I, I'm a tennis guy, all right? I get excited. got to calm it down a little bit. We're right? not doing the next 45 <laughs> minutes on Australian Open, okay? We still have an AFC championship game to give our mm-hmm. preview of. And we'll do that right now. Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. It will be really interesting to see just the anatomy of this line, Mike, throughout the week, depending on the reports that come out of Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes and the high ankle sprain. Yep, I update the market right now and seeing where this opened. It was most shops, most of the offshore openers, Chiefs minus two. A lot of the early money, though, comes to Cincinnati and a lot of the, the sports books uh, where we're at in Nevada open more in the Chiefs uh, one range or some books open pick them. Uh, since then, the early moves have been to Cincinnati, but n- nothing insane. And there's a lot of disagreement in the market right now. I see Pickham's on the board. I see Chiefs minus one. I see as high as uh, Chiefs minus one and a half right now. 
Uh, and look, a couple books. I mean, DraftKings isn't even posting a number on this right mm -hmm. now as well. So a lot to sift through. Uh, we're both assuming Patrick Mahomes is going to play, regardless of the news that comes out this week. Yeah. But it, what, it, the question is, at what degree and what percentage uh, of Mahomes health-wise are, are you imagining? You, were, uh, you watched the high ankle sprain yesterday. It was officially diagnosed today. Certainly not going to be 100%, but what degree will it be for Mahomes, do we think? You know, I, I'm not even going to focus on Patrick uh, because uh, I think the game is going to be so much more different than about Patrick and his ankle because Patrick is going to be a pocket passer with that sprained ankle. He played on one leg yesterday. I won a game. Uh, the reason why, because he found Travis Kelsey. <laughs> you know, if he doesn't, yeah, you can buy time. You can make the spectacular play. You can do all these things. That's not going to be in the cards for Patrick this week. He's going to be a pocket guy. They're going to be in shotgun. They're going to try to run the football. Uh, but he's going to have to feature Travis Kelsey, too, like he always has. Uh, Juju. I mean, all these guys are going to have to dink and dunk their way to a victory here. You know, maybe he can, maybe he can throw the ball deep down, down the field. You know, if he can mm -hmm. lean onto that left leg and get off that right one, that ankle. Maybe he can transition and do something like that. But he's going to be a pocket passer. Um, now, can Cincinnati come up with a game plan for that? Probably. Absolutely. But can they come up with a game plan to slow down or stop Travis Kelsey? I don't think so because a guy is a Hall of Famer. Uh, so my focus is going to go to other places. Specifically, can the Bengals run the football again? You know, that was something that helped them today uh, with Buffalo establishing that running game. Because if they don't, they are a one-dimensional football team, obviously, just like Chargers, just like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just like the Vikings, right? And that becomes difficult, I think, mm -hmm. against Spagnuolo and that matchup there for the defense coordinator for Kansas City uh, and Chris Jones and, and Clark and all these other players and Gay and all these guys. Um, so Cincinnati is going to have to run the football. Therefore, I think the game slows down from the pace of play from Cincinnati uh, running the football and then also the pace of play for Kansas City and, and a pocket passer and Patrick Mahomes. It's really interesting because Cincinnati struggled running the ball 23rd in a per-play efficiency basis, final six weeks of the year. But Joe Mixon goes over 100 yards yep. today and a win over Buffalo 27-10. Cincinnati dominates the line of scrimmage on, uh, scrimmage on both fronts. So you're assuming Cincinnati, if they get back to that, against a, you know, like a mediocre Chiefs defense graded yeah. out about middle of the pack across the board. That's one big angle for Cincinnati. The other one is the defensive coordinator in Lou Anarumo, whose defense finished top seven in overall pass efficiency and after struggling early in the year against the run, finished top five the final six weeks on a per-play basis efficiency-wise against the run and physicality-wise completely dominated a Bills offensive line that looked overmatched at times. Now, Chiefs have a very good O-line, graded out top eight, both defending or both pass blocking and run blocking this year. If you're thinking about a compromised Patrick Mahomes, you'd like to have good protection around him. Chiefs mm -hmm. had that on Saturday. How how do you view the matchup playing out between Bengals' D-line and then the Chiefs' O-line, two really, really stout units? Yeah, no, I mean, um, you know, Cincinnati, I think they can – they don't really pressure the passer. They brought some blitzes against Josh today uh, that he did not see, right? Uh, even if Patrick can see a blitz, he can't move. Uh, now can he get rid of the football? You know, in the West Coast scheme, a lot of times the hot looks are built in already. So if you can identify it, uh, then obviously, obviously you know where to go with the football. And, and I think that's what the Kansas City Chiefs are going to have to do uh, against that Cincinnati front. They can mm -hmm. ill afford to have Patrick be surprised by pressure 
or a pass rusher when he's not expecting it because now you're going to take the chance that he's going to be knocked out the game, right? And so what are the, what's the chances or the probability here that Patrick finishes this thing? Um, high ankle sprains are difficult, very, very difficult. So uh, he's pretty much going to have a, a, a cast on that thing so he can't move it, right? Uh, so he's going to be hobbled by that too. So he's obviously going to be compromised, but he's going to have to beat them with his arm talent. I don't think Kansas City can beat and dominate the line of scrimmage against that front rushing the football all the time either. Mm. And that's what, what makes it uh, interesting, at least on the number, because I, I would have slightly power-rated Kansas City higher than Cincinnati would have made the line Chiefs by about three. If you're assuming full health, that thing gets knocked way down, though, and, and for good reason, right, mm-hmm. as, as low as pick him to one. Uh, it's an interesting uh, teaser angle on the game because there are books right now that are at pick them. You, te- like you could tease either team up up to seven. You could play a seven-point teaser, pay a little more juice, right. and get each team up to seven. Uh, the books that are out there that have Bengals one or one and a half, that's the angle I'm looking. I don't see how this is a game decided by margin. Between two teams who are so tight, you have Kansas City who, look, they, they will draw up situations to benefit Patrick Mahomes, but the Cincinnati defense that knows how to make adjustments on that no matter what happens. So, it's hard for me to see how the cat and mouse game between mm-hmm. two really, really smart uh, coaching staffs for Kansas City and Cincinnati, hard for me to see that leading to a run out one way or another. Like, it feels like a three, right. four point game. Well, from your experience, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to start evaluating Henny. Uh, I think you, you absolutely have to start evaluating Chad Henny and what he presents for the Chiefs uh, as a possibility of playing his football game. Um, that's why I asked a question to our insider from the Chiefs. Uh, earlier on in the show about Jesse Newell, yeah, yeah Jesse about um, uh, Chad Henney and what he presents. I mean, he's 37 years old, but this is a quarterback-friendly offense, you know. And can he find Travis Kelsey? Can Kelsey get open against that that Bengals defense and things like that? So, you know, what's interesting is um, Joe Burrow and what he can do with those weapons and those receivers that, that he has right there. But it is it is P Ryan, it is Mixon, though, to me. Because as you mm-hmm. get into this game, you get loosened up. Say the Bengals possess the football like they've done so far in the playoffs, right? Uh, 14 play drives, long drives, 10 play drives. And all of a sudden, if you're Mahomes, you're on that sideline still, right? Long, long times. And I think the, the conference championship nature of playoff games, there's fewer drives, fewer opportunities, longer possessions. And so... I think that plays into the favor of the Cincinnati Bengals mm-hmm. as well. The matchup, too, will get talked about a lot. The, the, in addition to the concerns about Mahomes mm-hmm. on the Kansas City side from injury, the fact that Cincinnati in this calendar year has beaten Kansas City three times, <laughs> all three-point games. Bengals go into Kansas City, win the AFC Championship game there last season. How much stock do you put into the, the past history, given, given the circumstances in this game? I mean, every game is like a snowflake. It's so different. It really is. I mean, you're going to have familiarity. Obviously, these two teams are going to be very familiar with each other. It's all about execution uh, at this point. Um, I wonder, Ben, what the line's going to do when those first injury reports come out and you see Patrick Mahomes did not participate, like on a Wednesday, did not participate on a Thursday. Are people going to start suggesting or thinking that he's not going to play? You know, that kind of thing. So... Because he's not going to practice with a high ankle sprain uh, during the week. Yeah, and that's like my inkling is to... Grab the ones you can in a teaser with Cincinnati right now. I would not play the side just on its own. Mm-hmm. And nor would I play the total as a result. Right. It kind of goes hand in hand. 47.5 is the market-wide total. Uh, hard, hard to want to make a case either way. 
uh, for especially given again what what are you getting out of Mahomes? Likely not going to see him at practice much this week. But you could tease Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I can see the books. You can tease them up to seven and a half right now on a, a six point teaser. Pair that with San Francisco up to eight and a half. That is a teaser. I would would love to uh, to get out of, out ahead of, yeah. of on, and uh, that's probably one that I, that will be in the account. That's how Cincinnati. At least I will attack this game. This yeah. Week. By the way, Mixon had one rushing game over 100 yards. 153 against Carolina, and then he had another one today. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Well, the team Kansas City just vanquished the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a big step up in class. As we finalize our postmortems on the division around losers, we'll give our final thoughts on the Jacksonville season for 2022. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. We have all the TVs here in, in our Circa Sportsbook studio, and all of a sudden I see Mike Pritchard's face pop up on one. <laughs> celebrity, local celebrity, Mike Pritchard. Uh, well, you were on some uh, Vegas podcast that airs on uh, Fo- local Fox Lo- in Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been on a, a quite a few things, oh. actually, this year. It's been kind of interesting year for me, but um, oh, it's all right. I mean, you're, you're, you're I'm ma- not a modest man. guy. I'm a modest guy. Yeah, absolutely. What was the, what was the name of the show? People can check it out. <sighs> You know I, what? You know, put me on the spot. Well, I, I just, the I, name of it. I, it was like it's the, on Fox the, 5. It's called yeah. the Vegas 5, I think. The Vegas Huddle. The five? Vegas Huddle. Yeah. On, the Vegas Huddle on yeah, Fox Yeah, it's a five. podcast, and also they do videos digital. Okay. Um, uh, Mike Davis used to work with Howard Stern on the Howard yeah. Stern show. So, yeah, it's um, local athletes or celebrities, like you mentioned, and uh, it's, it's an in-depth um, feature, basically. Cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was thrilled to do that. Mike Pritchard, Southern Nevada Athletics uh, Hall of Famer, too. So you got you got that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rich, you did the Rich Eisen show, right? Big, yes, sir. Did that. Um, been yep. on, you've been on a lot. Yeah. A big year for you. Yeah, it's been a nice been betting weekend for you. And you're a great well. betting weekend. That's what really matters. <laughs> uh, as the yes, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they cover yesterday. That was a, a big winner for uh, a lot of people, both who teased Kansas City down like you did and who took Jacksonville plus the points. Uh, in that game, our final postmortem of the four divisional weekend losers, it is the Jacksonville Jaguars who are done. Yeah. But kind of in the same vein, though, of, of the New York Giants, a team that had a massive turnaround in year one under a new coach. Doug Peterson brought clarity, legitimacy, class to an organization that did not have it whatsoever with Urban Meyer as oh, a head coach goodness. a season yeah. ago. As, as much as that was a disappointing finish for the Jaguars losing the game by seven to Kansas City yesterday, you, you, you can't be uh, you can't be more complimentary, I don't think, than than, you, than we are right now of Jacksonville with the way they turn the season around and end up winning a division after a slow start. No, not at all. I mean, you get to coach uh, Super Bowl winning head coach, you get credibility into the locker room, and you get growth uh, from a youthful football team, and that's what they got. I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, he's just getting started. Uh, I'm excited to see his progress uh, for his career in the National Football League. ATN is healthy. Last year he got banged up. They lost him for the majority of the year. Thank goodness, because that was a wasteful year. Uh, so ATN's healthy, and he's uh, he's going to be pretty good. <laughs> you know, Evan Ingram, uh, the tight end, I, I think he's going to evolve even more uh, with Peterson and what this offense wants to do. 
But Jacksonville went out in free agency and went out and found some receivers too, though, with Christian Kirk and mm -hmm. Zay Jones, and they already had Marvin Jones. But um, I, I think they'll dabble uh, in the draft. But also think about this. They get Calvin Ridley. We forgot about him, right? We forgot about that guy. He was suspended for gambling. Um, and he's got a petition to get back in. But, you know, he's got to meet with Goodell and, and tell him he's not going to bet again. And pretty much he's probably back in the league. But I don't know where he's going to pick up where he left off or not, what kind of career he's going to have moving forward. But Big unknown there. Uh, he's big unknown, but still, what 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 about Alan. the upside though? What if Alan is unmatched? Yeah. What if it's <laughs> what if it's great? Uh, and then I think defensively they drafted very well, obviously with um, Walker uh, on the outside, the edge. They got him with Josh Allen on the other side. Uh, it's just about growth now and confidence with Jacksonville. I mean, mm -hmm. Jacksonville, uh, I think uh, is loaded. I think they'll be aggressive again in free agency and maybe get a couple pieces, but. I, I expect this team to be back, right back in the playoffs next year. Well, and the thing with, with Jacksonville in a weak division, mm -hmm. that would be stunned if they aren't the division favorites heading into next year. You think about Houston, massive rebuild, another new coach coming into the Texans organization. You get Indianapolis, complete rebuild there. Yep. New, oh. coach, new coach coming <laughs> into the Indianapolis organization. And you get Tennessee, who finished the year with seven straight losses. Mike Vrabel is still there as head coach, but how does the personnel shake out? A oh. lot of questions to be answered for Tennessee. So you wonder for Jacksonville in a weak division with a great finish to the season and growth from Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, how will they handle the role of being the division favorite, mm. the team people expect to be back right. in the postseason? Uh, they, they look, they looked awfully gun-shy in the spotlight when they had chances to win the game against Kansas City, couldn't take advantage of their moments and, and looked like a young team that still still needs to grow and, and get a little more yeah. seasoned. I, I'd be a, I'd have a little bit of concern for them coming into next year as a likely division favorite, but the talent is certainly there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think even as a divisional favorite, be careful about that because they are young. But then also, um, if Tennessee finds a quarterback, that roster, come on, you're going to be healthy, right? Uh, just take a pick. I mean, say Derek Carr is there. Derek Carr is kind of like Ryan Tannehill. You got Derrick Henry. Um, if they trade for Derrick, which I don't know if they do that or not. Um, you have any thought to the, at least the early rumor that because Tennessee hires, like they hire the San Francisco director mm -hmm. of player personnel to take over after, after firing the GM midseason there for the Titans, could a Trey Lance deal be in the works? Going or to Garoppolo, right? I mean... Or Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, right. somebody like that. still have a really, really good head coach in Mike yeah. Vrabel. That, that's why I'd be a little wary of just blindly heading into the offseason saying, all right, I'm going to be laying a price on Jacksonville to win right, the division. I'd right. be a little hesitant. On yeah, that. because there's a number of options for the solution that quarterback for quarterback questions that they have right there. A lot of solutions uh, for Tennessee. So Vrabel is still a great coach, coach of the year. Um, uh, you know, his relationships, obviously, from New England through Houston and now Tennessee. And uh, you think about, like you said, about the personnel director now and uh, it kind of feels like it's moving in that direction of familiarity. Mm -hmm. uh, Trey Lance, to me, I, you, you gave up so much draft capital if you were the 49ers. I think you're going to want to see what that turns into. I don't know if you're going to part ways right now, right? I mean, um, even with Brock. But we'll see what Brock does. We'll see what Brock does in, uh, in the playoffs. If the Niners. Right? If they want a Super Bowl winning, with Brock Purdy, yeah. If they, I mean, yeah, if they get to, to me, if they get to the Super Bowl. Right. No way you go into 2023 with yeah. anybody but Purdy right. as your starting quarterback. It, it, absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, but there's a few games before that happens. But speculating, 
Again, I mean, I, I think Tennessee is a quarterback. The Colts are a mess. Let's forget about <laughs> forget about the Colts. Again. The Colts yeah. are a mess. Yeah, as we, again, doing a postmortem on the yeah. Jaguars yeah. and how that's going to look in the futures market next year for the South. Right. I I also felt like for Tennessee, I, Todd Downing was a brutal offensive coordinator, and fi- like firing him, you could make a case that's the best thing that that will potentially happen to Tennessee. That. I just looked stuck in the mud so often, despite having the best running back in the game, arguably mm-hmm. in Derrick Henry. I know they lost some trade away AJ Brown, and that, that led to the ultimate uh, firing of Robinson, the GM midseason. But had not been a fan of Downing in his two years as an offensive coordinator, and uh, that that could be a big upgrade depending on who the Titans go with. Yeah, it's all about fit. Uh, he's an eleven personnel guy, uh, and he was trying to just run the football and be so basic with the personnel that they had, like Malik Willis and. And what they have, so, and, and you know, then obviously he's got um, some stuff to deal with off the field. So, uh, I, I can see why mm-hmm. Tennessee parted ways right there. Um, but for Jacksonville, you know, I, I think I think they are loaded, and but they're a youthful football team, impressionable type of football team. And Peterson's doing a great job with them so far, though. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand on Trevor Lawrence after a you know, very mm-hmm. uh, up and down wild card game looked horrible for a half looked great in the comeback it kind of looked like they had the training wheels on him on Saturday night against Kansas City where do you where do you stand on him going into yeah, his third year I mean year? you know it's fascinating with Trevor because sense of urgency at the line of scrimmage calling plays kind of mimicking what he did in college a little bit helped him be more comfortable and it helped him make plays too and we saw that against um, the Chargers uh, I was surprised they didn't get to more of that against Kansas City. But they battled, though. I mean, I, I think Trevor Lawrence, like I said, I think he's just getting started. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I'm bullish on Trevor Lawrence uh, moving forward uh, next year uh, for Jacksonville. I think the biggest takeaway from Jacksonville you have to, have to take going into 2023 was the addition by subtraction. Mm-hmm. The addition by getting Urban Meyer the heck on out <laughs> oh, of Duval County. The, the greatest single change a team made in the NFL yeah. in the year 2022. And, and Meyer's an absolute joke. He was a clown in his time in, in Jacksonville. Should not have ever been in that position. Uh, now the Jaguars at least appear poised to be on the right track. Mm-hmm. I always, hes- always hesitate, though, with those teams that come out of nowhere, have a big turnaround. Will the hype get too inflated and overbearing on Jacksonville coming into, into 2023? Because there's still a lot of things with Lawrence that – like he still has a lot of work, of, of work to do and a lot of room to grow. Right. A lot of things to like, but I'd, I'd hesitate a little bit just crowning Jacksonville that automatic AFC South champ. I'm glad you forward. said that. I'm glad you said that because what we saw three surprises this year, and I've been saying this for weeks now on Beeson that there's more constants in the National Football League than surprises. We saw the Giants be a surprise. We saw Jacksonville be, become a surprise, and we saw Seattle mm-hmm. become a surprise, and they made the playoffs. But um, – you know, in terms of the league and, and all the moves in the offseason and everything, that all the hype, of, of the buildup and all that, the constants, though, the, the teams that normally are in the playoffs are normally in the playoffs. Will, will those teams that had big turnarounds, will they get back? There's always right. new teams that make right. it into the playoffs every single season. When we return, as our final segment on the Pro Football Blitz. We'll recap our early thoughts leans for the two championship games. How do we see the lines moving throughout the week? We'll discuss as we wrap up the show next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network. 
Winter sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions. Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. We're back for the final time on the Pro Football Blitz. Up next, it's the Greg Peterson Experience kicking you off on a new week here with the end of another NFL weekend, Mike Pritchard. Hard to believe. Hard to believe we're down to two NFL Sundays left, and then it's all over. Right, but then it rapidly approaches <laughs> again, though, right? I mean, <laughs> you're like, yes, the offseason, the draft, and all that right. stuff. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Um, um, but yeah, you know, top heavy NFC, uh, the two teams remaining, not surprised there. Uh, the two teams in the uh, AFC, it could have been a number of, of three teams, I think, to choose from, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't have gone wrong. Uh, looking at Cincinnati, Buffalo, or Kansas right. City, right? So you and I, we'll make kind of our initial thoughts here, laying out both the 49ers and Eagles matchups, as well as the Bengals and the Chiefs. And then you, we're going to reconvene on Tuesday morning for the Lombardi line. So we'll get like a, get a couple nights to sleep on it, mm-hmm. see where we're at. Not going to make any bets right now, but at least planning out our, our thoughts for how the week will unfold from the betting market. Going, I, I will be betting San Francisco in some form or fashion. <laughs> if you're making me bet based on the numbers right now, I would tease San Francisco up to eight and a half along with Cincinnati teased up to seven on a two-team uh, six-point teaser. Those numbers right now, you can find a, there's a bunch of ones out there right now. Cincinnati laying one. Uh, I should say Kansas City, excuse me, laying one. Eagles laying two and a half right now for Philadelphia. Based on the early early market movement, Eagles from one and a half to two and a half, it would not, based on you know, what we've seen so far, it would not surprise me if Philadelphia touches three, but... You, you, if you were interested in betting San Francisco, you have to monitor this because as soon as that hits three, I would, I would expect those threes to get gobbled up right back, and the yeah. line ends up settling in most likely at two and a half the, the bulk of the week here. Yeah, you know, I've been doing teasers all year long, and I mean, to be honest with you, San Francisco is an attractive teaser right now because um, you get through eight, uh, and you think about these two teams, these two coaches, uh, and I think two possessions factors into this game. Uh, you know, I'm not going to tease totals. I don't do that. Uh, but, you know, Cincinnati getting them to seven. You're not through to seven, but you get them mm-hmm. to seven. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to see what that number does, though. I mean, I, yeah, they could go the other way, right? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I, so there's a part of me that believes you, yeah. you play Cincinnati now. Right. I guess maybe small play early in the week. We're not – you don't expect to see any positive or good news coming out on Patrick Mahomes with the ankle injury throughout the week. There's a real chance – if you monitor social media early in the week, a lot of people seem to, to be in lockstep that Cincinnati could very easily flip to a favorite. By well, the time you get to Thursday or Friday, it's assuming there's not much good right. to report on the Mahomes situation. Well, even, even if the news is all positive for Patrick, he's still going to be a pocket passer. He's still going to be limited. He's not going to be – He's not. he might not even be what he was yesterday because that high ankle sprain, things are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – that's why I'm factoring him out, uh, but I know I know it's going to influence the line though. I, I, when when DNP shows up next to Patrick Mahomes and okay DNP and uh, okay maybe the reports are like oh we don't know maybe he's doubtful he's not going to play and then Chad Henney they activated another quarterback I mean all that stuff is going to move the line mm-hmm. right? It, it definitely will. <laughs> I, I, that's why shifting over into the, the Cincinnati side of things, mm-hmm. laying one. I'd actually, but I'd be tempted if, if it gets, if the Cincinnati Bengals yeah. start laying points, then you could turn right around. Like if you're of the belief that that happens, you obviously want to have conviction anyway. Mm-hmm. If, you're, you know, if you're teasing Cincinnati up, which I would, along with San Francisco, 
I then turn right around. I would tease Kansas City up as well. Right. It's not a game to me that is decided by more than seven each way. Yeah. You're able to get in a position where you anchor San Francisco as your first leg of a two-team yeah. teaser. You get both Kansas City and Cincinnati potentially up to seven. And right, I mean, if you wanted to pay extra juice, you could actually do this right now, Mike. Right. There are a couple books out there where the Chiefs are still laying one and a half. One or one and a half, so you could tease that leg up right now. There are books that have already gone, though, to pick them on the game. Mm-hmm. Now you'd have to pay more juice. It would be a seven-point teaser. A lot of books charge you know, in the minus 140 range, so that, that's a, a well, bit to pay. But you could make a case for that teaser even right now. You could do it. I, I'd still be inclined to wait. Try to. I'd like to avoid those uh, six-and-a-half, seven-point teasers when I can. Try to make it a six-point teaser. But that, to me, is a really well, uh, that's a realistic path this week. Well, I, I think that's the path to take if you're interested in a teaser for this weekend because – that's the 12 o'clock game, uh, 12 o'clock our time, 3 o'clock Eastern. Is Niners. Um, first game. Niners. So then you have flexibility if you have that one already cashed, that leg already cashed. And so if you need to monetize, if, you, if you're feeling differently about the other teaser uh, leg situation because the line had moved, at least you could lock that one in. Um, right. And then also you have the ability to middle. I mean, if you, it, there's a lot, whole bunch of things you can do off of a teaser leg uh, that you have the most confidence in. And it sounds like the most confidence would be the San Francisco uh, teaser situation, teasing them up already uh, mm-hmm. through the eight. Well, that is certainly the one I like yeah. the most. Look, San Francisco will be bet in addition to that. Sure. Right now, the best you could do, you could buy up San Francisco to, to plus three at minus 125 mm-hmm. at a number of shops. But if that, if that does touch three, it would likely be a juiced three. San Francisco maybe minus 120. That, that will likely be a bet at some point uh, for me. The other element, too, if, if you're participating in the playoff survivor contests, which have become more and more popular, especially with how this contest behind us, Circus Survivor, right. over 6,000 people, uh, two people splitting a $6 million Six prize million. at the end of the day, <laughs> over $6 million prize. So that strategy is, is fascinating now. And it's like, how, how do you determine when to use which teams? Mm-hmm. Because there's a, a real path where you run out of teams. I mean, I used the Cincinnati in week one okay. because my thought was they would likely fall to Buffalo in the, in the second round. I wanted to use the two NFC the two NFC games in the divisional and conference week. Like, I used Philadelphia this week. And that way, if I use San, and San Francisco, will be my pick this week. Mm-hmm. That's the team I will use. That way you would get either Kansas City or Buffalo, that was my thought going in, mm. in the Super Bowl. I would get to use them. Keep in mind, the look-ahead line for the Super Bowl right now is AFC minus two and a half at most books. So you would probably get San Francisco as a short underdog or a pick price at worst. You kind of hedge and play both of those sides. Uh, now is interesting because if Cincinnati beats the Chiefs, uh, I'm done. I'm screwed. Right. I already used Cincinnati. <laughs> doesn't matter what happens in my first game. Uh, but I will be using San Francisco uh, this week. And as, as much as that could be hard to stomach on the surface since they are the larger of the two underdogs, yeah. I, I do have conviction in San Francisco winning the okay. game. Uh, and I'm not, not afraid to, uh, to back that up with a bet on the Niners. Yeah, I mean, you're not a jinx kind of person, no, are you? I'm a, okay, I'm a play-by-play broadcaster yeah. where we, we, have, we stand pat together as a play-by-play guy, you know, fraternity and say there are no jinxes that happen hey, uh, as broadcasters. I have to bring it up, though. I mean, sure. the Super Bowl loser jinx, though. So Cincinnati's in play for this, right? So only... From a Super Bowl runner-up jinx, only the 71 Cowboys, the 72 Dolphins, and the 2018 New England Patriots have followed up a Super Bowl defeat with a Super Bowl win the following year. But mm-hmm. you're talking about winning this game, so getting it's to the Super this, Bowl. Yeah. So I haven't got there yet. I'm going to dive into who got back to the Super Bowl. 
But didn't, didn't, this, didn't the 2022 Cincinnati Bengals sort of prove that blindly holding to those old notions is, is a very dangerous game as betters? Because it, that's a team that, that proved just because they made it to the Super Bowl. A lot of people said, well, they're, they're just due. They're, they'll regress because it always happens. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They went out, improved the offensive line, have a generational quarterback in Joe Burrow, yeah. and they've gotten right back there. I, that, to me, it doesn't weigh too, Spells too strongly in my, right. in my mind. It so just doesn't. Super Bowl loser returning back to the Super Bowl, meaning Cincinnati needs to beat Kansas City to get back to the Super Bowl. That's yeah, a coin flip game. And that's also yeah. partly, you know, if, I'm, if you're in a position right now, say, in Survivor, where you've used Cincinnati already, mm-hmm. In addition to, to you know, the teaser, in a way, almost works as like a kind of a pseudo hedge, uh, as as far as your own you know, survivor strategy goes, right? Because if if Cincinnati wins the game outright, I I lose survivor no matter what. I could either play Kansas City this week, or I play who I or I play San Francisco. Those are my those are my two options. Right. So by playing San Francisco, you're you know assuming they win, and if you teased up Cincinnati in a separate bet. Well, that at least protects you a little bit. If Cincinnati mm-hmm. wins, you're out of the competition, but you, uh, you, you cover yourself with getting a plus seven. Uh, and best of both worlds, you would get Kansas City by three. You yeah. Know, would be the desired outcome. So that, that's how I'm approaching it. At right. least it, there's, there's a lot of mental gymnastics that go on, but that's how I imagine it plays out. Well, and then the fact that uh, Kansas City accomplishes their mission again, they're hosting the AFC Conference Championship game. Their mantra is every year the AFC Conference Championship game or the road to the playoffs go through Arrowhead. Uh, so it's a special environment for our franchise uh, to host a championship game, a conference championship game. I've been to one or several of them actually, and uh, it's it's just different. Like I know the league's talking about an entertaining a neutral site for this, but it shouldn't be that. Um, and so Cincinnati is not going to be at all caught up in the fact mm-hmm. that they're going back to Arrowhead now. Yeah. San Francisco with Brock Purdy though, going to Philly. I mean, that, that gets real for that, that young is, man. That we will get real <laughs> very quick. But at least to me, the narratives that will be brought yeah. up in that AFC championship mm-hmm. game of, well, since he's beat the Chiefs right. three times, and you'll also get the, well, Chiefs' big revenge angle. Mm-hmm. Throw those out. Yeah, I mean, throw them out. It's already baked in. I like the teaser. It league. matters so much for both teams. I'm with you on that wholeheartedly. Mike Pritchard, been it's been fun. It's been great. Four hours at this blue yeah. We will be we'll be back. Uh, check us out. We're back Tuesday <laughs> on the Lombardi line. It is time for some tea. Big thanks to Dan Miller, our producer, and the whole crew behind the glass here at the Circus Sportsbook Studio. It is the Greg Peterson Experience up next as we say so long on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.